Hey guys, Explorer One. In my previous video, we discussed this story where this man was ejected from his vehicle onto a freeway sign and how I felt that it was uh, somehow tied to the Lamar Odom incident, definitely is tied to the Kardashians at a minimum. Now what I want to do in this second part of the story is kind of get into the coding and details of the story because I'm seeing a lot of things sticking out and I want to make the previous video a little bit uh, more simple and easy to digest for people that are somewhat new to this. So let's take a look at some of these articles because some of the information in these articles uh, it is just fully, fully coded. And you could either say that this story was somehow uh, staged, which I, I mean, I'm always open to exploring anything, right? I mean, that's the whole point of this channel, okay? Um, the the images, I mean, they, if if it's staged, they went through a lot of trouble to this. So I'm inclined to believe that that uh, this event happened, um, but I also think that some of the details that was given to the media to inject into the story were done so uh, on purpose uh, because I think the story itself is part of a ritual, and I have a theory that goes something like this. Some of these stories and movies and things that we see um, with all the symbolism and numbers and um, gematria and this this sort of stuff, um, you know, they, they inject it uh, into the mass, you know, consciousness or the minds of people, however you want to look at that. I don't want to get too uh, new aging on you, but I guess the point of it is, is they have your mind thinking about this stuff, right? And so your subconscious takes in all of these numbers. And I have a feeling or I have a theory that somehow it helps them when people that don't understand this stuff and aren't aware of it, it somehow helps their, their spells or their rituals manifest. It's like man is reactive. Freemasonry was. What always amuses me is to hear Christians complain about sacrifices, while they have the cult of renunciation in life for a hypothetical better world afterwards. If that isn't the sacrificial number one cult of the West, I don't know what is. The very fact that YouTube have removed it for medical misinformation should be enough ground to have the CEO of YouTube up before a court on a charge of malfeasance. Me. And you do it with your little hands. West don't have a spiritual elite, until it, nothing will happen. It's like those Christians morons, who saw Trump as another manifestation of their messiah, and that in the end, this idiot, did not even manage to bend a telecom company, Twitter. Hopeless and useless as all the plebs, Christians. From Rosicrucian and Masonic Origins by Manly P. Hall. Freemasonry is a fraternity within a fraternity. I repeat. Freemasonry is a fraternity within a fraternity. Freemasonry is a fraternity within a fraternity, an outer organization concealing an inner brotherhood of the elect. Before it is possible to intelligently discuss the origin of the craft, it is necessary, therefore, to establish the existence of these two separate yet interdependent orders, the one visible and the other invisible. It's the same in all religions, what I attack in Christianism and Abrahamism is to make people believe that the exoteric part is the real part. It is not. The Invisible Society is a secret and most august fraternity whose members are dedicated to the service of a mysterious Arcanum Arcanorum. Those brethren who have essayed to write the history of their craft have not included in their disquisitions the story of that truly secret inner society which is to the body Freemasonic what the heart is to the body human. From the mystical and magical system of the AA, the spiritual system of Aleister Crowley and George Cecil Jones step by step by James A. Eshelman. That sacred ARK rests inviolate. From Rosicrucian and Masonic Origins by Manly P. Hall. 
in each generation only a few are accepted into the inner sanctuary of the work, the initiation, but these are veritable princes of the truth and their sainted names shall be remembered in future ages together with the seers and prophets of the elder world. The Christian, the exoteric in general, does not know the sacred, and never will. It is necessary to have entered unity to understand the ritual of this world, the sacred. To understand why we reproduce on one side the elite, the need for sacrifice for the greater purpose, and on the other side the masses that chooses in conscience to sacrifice itself. You cannot understand what is happening in this world, without having gone through the looking glass, through initiation. And, contrary to what you think, the sacrificial ritual is neither good nor bad. It is what it is. That's why the modern Christian cannot understand the ancient pagan world. While no one, no class complained about its role in ancient world. Pride is what has been lost and must be found again. Mixing classes is the heresy, which kills both the people and the elite. Look at the history of Rome and you will not see no one complaining. The choice of sacrifice is inherent to the human being, probably all mammals. You don't believe it, and yet, two camps clashed again during this COVID. The elite who refused to stop living. And the people who sacrificed themselves for nothing. Swallowing vaccines like lab rats, no experimentation had been done, the choice to stop their lives is a sacrifice. Both have chosen. The elite has another role in the sacrificial level, it has to lead the herd. Its sacrifice is in there. No fun contrary to the popular belief. You must not believe, as those stupid Christians do, that we, the elite, are free of our choice, we don't. No human being is free of his choice, the ancient world knew it, the modern world tries hard to forget it. For a modern person, the notion of sacrifice seems abject, and yet he's doing everything to be the object of a materialistic way of life. Where is the liberation of modern man? Human sacrifices were not taboo in the ancient world, they are today under the impulse of the Christian church, which denies nature, the sacred. Though the great initiate philosophers of Freemasonry can be counted upon one's fingers, yet their power is not to be measured by the achievements of ordinary men. They are dwellers upon the threshold of the innermost, masters of that secret doctrine which forms the invisible foundation of every great theological and rational institution. The outer history of the Masonic Order is one of noble endeavor, altruism, and splendid enterprise, the inner history, one of silent conquest, persecution, and heroic martyrdom. The body of Masonry. All orders are the same, Christianism included. I know people who carry the cross as Jesus did within this cult, and who were at his level. But as in any order, they are a minority. The majority even of those who live in monasteries are clowns. Some have taken the key to the mysteries, and will remain the minority in this world. We live in a world of suffering where we are caught in the elements. Only fools deny it. Awakening, liberation comes in the acceptance of one's fate. Call it sacrifice as the moderns call it if you want. But only those who accept this sacrifice are liberated. This is the paradox, one must have passed through all the stages of initiation to live it. The majority refuse the great work because their role is to suffer, and thus die slaves, the lower castes. Don't you think it is irrational, that hundreds of millions of people, who were totally healthy before COVID have stopped living, and have accepted death, by symbolically taking a vaccine from a virus more virulent than a flu? We do not live in a rational world. We don't. I consciously, plebs in the elite, know what we do. The problem is not what we do, but in the acceptance of our choices. This is the hardest part for the elite, to accept their elite role. The plebs only have to let themselves slide towards death, they're the reason for them for collectivism. We, the elite, become eternal, but the masses is only the group, 
they are never individualized as we are. Its definition is always, we. Christians never say I, they say we. Awakening is not for them. The champions of philosophic masonry, alas, are a weak, small voice which grows weaker and smaller as time goes by. Freemasonry is dead. Freemasonry should not be seen as an uniform entity, in the religion of Christ, some have awakened because they have understood the esotericism in it. The same everywhere. It's a minority who find their way. I say often to make clear the uselessness of the mind in the initiatory process, I know historically of people who are totally illiterate, who have awakened. How a person who cannot read or write is able to awaken. For the mind such a thing is impossible. Freeness and re are in between, imagine initiation, the more you advance, the more you learn yourself. I understand the majority of Masonic symbols, which are only the same repetition of esotericism. So there are degrees in Freemasonry, as in all initiatory branches. The idea of the strong looking out for the weak, this is the idea that I have the hardest time getting across in a Christian world. And yet, it is a biological reality. Impose your will on the weakest is so simple to understand at a logical level, that I always wonder how not more people understand it. The weak tend to always make bad decisions, we see it again with the COVID. Poor choices. How can you not see that Romans, Greeks, Assyrians, Babylonians and Egyptians were all trying to control nature in the way that you describe. That is the goal. If you awaken you will see that there I has no difference between you and nature, that it is the mind that creates these differences. Read St. John of the Cross. You have to go through initiation to understand these things. I have always been an elitist, but initiation erases the Christian universalist part definitively. That is, the socialist part, we've been brainwashed into. Jesus never spoke of love, he spoke of domination. Here is the true split. One side promotes the idea that man is divine and his soul is equal to God, except Gnostics exclude Hillix, the other says man is just a creation and not divine, but will always be lesser and should therefore humble themselves. One side promotes spiritism slash magic heart slash divining, the other says this is all deception from rebels, and anyone practicing such things can't be trusted. One side says nature in all its facets is how it was always meant to be and that to reject natural laws is to pursue insanity, whereas the other says that this is a fallen corrupted world, not how it was originally intended to be. One side says there is an inherent duality in our existence, like yin and yang, and all duality converges, like masculine and feminine into an androgyne balance, but the other side says that darkness is absence of light, not an equal and opposite element. Chaos is absence of order and the absence of God's will just creates variations of chaos. I agree with that. The obsession with constructing dichotomies and then synthesizing or converging them is very Jewish. The Jew is obsessed with concept. He lives for it. If you've been around Jews, and when I say Jews, I don't mean traditionalists, which is another traditionalist, I feel the same. I have lived for 15 years in both of these two Jewish communities and I know them very well. It is the modernists, as always, who are the problem? In Israel, all the traditionalists are treated extremely badly and do not support the modernists. They consider them false Jews, and they're right. As Christians in the West, they pretend to be the good guys. But destroy society, order. The Jewish problem 0.2% world population slash 20% of the Nobel Prizes. When you understand this statistic, you understand the world problem. When I made the video about Jews, I was called a racist. What I am not. While the 0.2%-20% ratio clearly shows that the Jew is lost in his head. But the Jew is not the problem of the West as the Christians falsely claim.
Christians, dualism is the problem of the West. Being in one's mind is the problem of the West. The goal is to form an elite that works for the spirit, and no longer for the mind. The Christian, the Jew, the Abraha, mist works for the mind. It is he who destroys the world. The mind, as long as it is not dominated, is destructive. Afterwards it becomes at the service. Hence the homage of Krishna and his place on the chariot. Krishna, Christ same word, same root. One side says deception is necessary to survive and be victorious, whereas the other side says it is better to perish honorably without deception than stand before God as a liar. To be awakened, after initiation, is to take your place among the elite. I'm sorry, but if you get to that point, you will understand that universalism is the enemy. And the reason why you have to control the masses. The spirit within is not interested in this polarity game, in the world affairs. If the spirit takes over, then it is the Holy Spirit who speaks, holy means only mentally sound. The bad identification of the person with the mind, makes him obey the mind. And the mind is reactive. A mind doesn't think by itself. The goal is not to destroy the mind, as it is said in the New Age, but to control it. This is not done in the Christian West. As I said last time, people on both the right and the left have said yes to vaccination, there is no resistance that defends the logic. Both are religious enthusiasts who follow what they have learned. But what they have learned is not necessarily the logic. I was not surprised by the manic and crazy episode of COVID in the West, because this continent is crazy, and only responds to impulses. As long as there is no elite to control these masses in the West, the society will drift to collectivism. One side believes moral relativism, the other believes moral objectivism. Sins are decreed as such in dogma but are essentially man's actions and thoughts outside of God's will. There can be objective reasons to not commit a sin, severe consequences aside from being punished, but then a creator could have made a reality where you could do those things without consequence. In that hypothetical circumstance, people probably wouldn't even want to do those things anymore because it would no longer be forbidden. Moral laws evolve with society. It is the identification with the mind, and those who are identified with it, that are the problem. For example, the younger generations were raised with the internet. So they had access to sexuality earlier than their elders. Is this good or bad? Neither. It is what it is. To finish with what we started, Freemasonry played a role. But it is now dead. It will no longer play a political role. 